This week's episode is sponsored by Exhale App, an emotional well-being app for Black, Indigenous women of color. This app is a resource to help support you in your well-being journey. As Black women, as women of color, as we weave through life, we have regular stressors just like everybody else, but those stressors are compounded by systemic racism, and it's imperative for you to make your well-being a priority. So go to the App Store and to Google Play and download the app today. You can also share it with your friends and family. Welcome to Red Lips and Eye Rolls. I'm Katara, and this is my show where I will be encouraging you to live a life full of power and belonging. My desire is to not only give you tools to belong to yourself, but to also cultivate cultures where Black, Indigenous women of color belong. I'm an expert eye roller that loves a red lip, that will be having some great conversations with some amazing people. I'll also be dropping some wisdom on you and giving you tips, tricks, and tools to live the life that you desire and the life that you deserve. So sit back and enjoy the show. This week, we have the woman behind the mess, Kalila Wright, who is Jamaican-born, Brooklyn-bred. She is a trained architect who merged her love of fashion and architecture to pursue entrepreneurship, crafting cool messages on t-shirts, birthing the apparel brand, Mess in a Bottle. Kalila has created a community that loves her mess. She has mastered building an organic community of followers who are invested in the growth of her company. Part of the mess are celebrities Serena Williams, Mark Cuban, Lena Waite, and many others. Let's tune in to our conversation with the queen herself, Kalila. All right, Kalila, thank you for being on the show today, Red Lips eye rolls. You're here. We're going to chat. Um, I'd like you to just dive in and take a few moments to tell my listeners about you, the work that you do. You are a busy person. You are making some shit happen. So tell us about yourself and the work you do. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Kalila Wright, and I am the owner of Mess in a Bottle. Uh, Mess in a Bottle is a t-shirt company. We put messages on t-shirts, and they come packaged in a reusable bottle. Love it. You um, just got put in, I think you're in Target. I've seen her. I I start following you on Instagram. Like she is blowing up. Your t-shirts are amazing. Um, Yeah. Tell us about, you know, your journey to becoming the founder of Mess in a Bottle and what that's looked like for you. Uh, so we started the company in 2016. Um, Mess in a Bottle really started uh, shortly after the Freddie Gray uprising in Baltimore. Uh, so Freddie Gray, an African-American male, he died while in police custody. And this really prompted me to really want to 
have a space for change and for me to be able to do something outside of just boycotting and, you know, um, so mess in a bottle, you know, it stems from the 310 BC concept of receiving a message in the ocean. So I really wanted to create messages and for people to be able to stand in solidarity with one another. So that's really how uh, mess in a bottle was kind of birthed and created. It was through the chaos of the city. Mm, love that. Love that. And you wanted to send a message, right? I like did. messages on t-shirts. Tell me about that. Like where those messages kind of, it sounds like it stemmed, it, it stemmed from the chaos. And, but those messages come from you, right? From your team. Like what's that Make look them. like? So um, our messages come from um, life you know, career, current events, things that's happening around us. So as we have things that's happening, you know, we often want to sort of create a message, something that people could either, you know, start important conversations, question, you know, um, have a conversation about it. Like sometimes it's um, hard subject matters um, that, you know, sometimes can be really difficult and you're unsure, you know, sort of where to go and how to, um, talk about it. And so that is what Mess in a Bottle does. Like we want to start these uncomfortable conversations that you might have. Yeah. Cause it's like right on people's chest, right? right. You're, you're like wearing the message and it makes it a little bit, um, sounds like an entryway to a bigger conversation that needs to be had, right? Like right. It, it, we have to have these difficult, hard conversations if we're going to dismantle um, systems of oppression, systemic racism, um, that impact, hurt, harm, and kill um, black and brown folks. So, so good. Give me an example of one of the messages. It's on a, that's um, on a shirt. Know, yeah, some of our favorite messages are like, um, this t-shirt was created by a black designer. Um, we have one that says like a black woman created this. One of our favorite messages are um, as strong as the woman next to me. So those are, you know, some of our messages that, um, you know, kind of really um, gravitate towards and really love. Yeah. Awesome. When did you know this was your path, your mission? Like, was there like a, a, a moment in time where you were like, had an aha moment or, you know, when did you know that this was your path, your mission? Um, I think it was just, you know, I, I'm an architect by trade and I do mm. think that, you know, um, I, I really thought that architecture was sort of my um, direction and where I was going. And so, but it was a very difficult profes profession to transition into. So I think for me, um, I realized that it was my place when, you know, I would create messages that seemed like it was seamless and really easy to do. And people were really excited about it. I was like, oh, I think I might have something here. Mm, sound like you followed the path of flow. You know, yep. so many of us are are going against, um, it's almost like we're swimming upstream, trying to make things happen in our lives, trying to make purpose happen, make our career happen. And it sounds like you just kind of followed the, what was the path of flow, right? What was coming yep. naturally from you. And I think that that's a message right there for our listeners. Like some of, some of us are trying so hard to make things happen. And what would it look like if you just kind of let go and flowed with what was kind of already coming? I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, you have to. And I think sometimes we don't really notice that we, you know, we, 
kind of venture away from what we naturally, you know, should be going towards and sort of focusing on. Yeah, it's like our natural innate gift. It's like a gift that that's been given to us that that we can follow and can make a career and money from, right? I think sometimes that's a limiting belief too. It's it's like, well, I'm good at this, but can I make this my thing, right? Like, can I actually um, do what I love and make money doing it? I think sometimes right. we think we can't do that, right? Yeah, I think that's the thing. But I think that if it comes natural, if it feels natural, the money will come naturally as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you guys have, do you have a location where people come? I know you're in Target, some Targets. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. Like, um, do you have a warehouse? Like, what's, what's the operation look like? Yeah, we currently do have a space um, in Baltimore, Maryland. And we, um, yeah, we're just growing and evolving. And so we do our manufacturing and production here. Love it. Love it. When you got the call to be in Target, were you like, what was that like? Um, I would say I was really surprised. I was surprised mm. because that's in a bottle to me, um, though I love Target. I do feel like their brand is a little bit more, um, you know, family friendly. And sometimes our messages sometimes can come mm. off the of you know, conversational, abrasive. But I think that what Target really wanted to do was they wanted to run at some things head on. They wanted to really have this important conversation with our messages. So um, I do think that, you know, I was I was surprised because, um, you know, sometimes bigger brands are afraid um, to get, um, you know, sort of um, so, you know, personal and they, they want to mm -hmm. remain safe. So the fact that they were okay with not... Um, definitely was, you know, um, it, it definitely meant a lot to me and it, it made me want to work with them more. Yeah. 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 I would agree. I think some people like want it to be, um, these hard conversations. It's like, can we just, or even like, like when we talk about dismantling systemic oppression, white supremacy, like people want it to be this clean, neat, nice, um, you know, non-offensive, thing. And I say all the time dismantling, it's like it's like ripping down a building, right? It's like bulldozing a building down. There's nothing neat, clean, easy about that, right? It's very messy, it's hard, it's heavy. Um it leaves an aftermath, right? <laughs> and sometimes people want it to be this clean, pretty like can we just like kind of just do this and then skip over it. It's like no, there's some dismantling that needs to happen and this isn't going to be a pretty easy thing. And I think that you're right. Big brands like that tend to like, can we do this in a nice way? Right. It, you know, dismantling systemic racism isn't a nice thing. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing and it takes a lot of work. And I think that your messages kind of open up that, that hard conversation, like, like you were saying. So um, it's encouraging as a black woman to see a big brand like that embracing um, you as a business owner and your messages, it's like, oh, it's like a tiny little itty bitty glimmer of hope in the world where you're like, okay, maybe people actually do care and want to, um, be a part of, um, you know, bringing down systems that they benefit from that black folks are hurt, harmed and killed by. So 
I was yeah. excited for you. I was like over here in Indianapolis celebrating. I was like, woo woo. When I saw it, I was like, she's in Target. This is amazing. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Messing and models in Target. So most industries are dominated and led by non-people of color. Like, what are some of the challenge that you, challenges that you've faced as a Black business owner um, in your industry? Um, definitely with startup capital, you know, like I think that um, sometimes it's a little bit difficult. We are overlooked, you know, for certain projects and startup capital. So I think sometimes that be- can become a bit frustrating. But I think overall, you know, my mentality has always been to sort of bootstrap, work hard and, you know, and let the fruits of my labor sort of speak for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Where do you get your inspiration for your messages? Like where does, where does that inspiration come from for you? Inspiration for your business too. Yeah. I mean, it comes from, you know, what's happening around me. It comes from love, life, career, current events, Mm. things that's happening. Um, You know, that's where it comes from. And, you know, just for my business as well, it's just like, you know, I'm just taking a risk and just doing what, you know, what the data is saying, what looks right, what feels right, and just kind of following my heart and following my dream. Mm, Following that intuition. Man, our intuition knows what's up. I think we doubt that so much in our lives. Like we just doubt ourselves. And if we could learn to lean in to ourselves and trust ourselves and trust what our intuition's telling us like and also look at the data right like sure. your business owner so i have to it has to make sense on paper too right um i think that there's a harmony with both of those if we can learn to listen to ourselves and and kind of follow that inspiration um we would uh could potentially move mountains, right? Yeah. <laughs> could potentially move mountains. So, um, yeah, I'd like you to. There's something powerful and uplifting um, about Black voices, um, giving voice to the voiceless. Can you tell me about why that's why that's super important to you? It sounds like. Um, you know, I think that it's important, you know, I I feel like our voices are suppressed a lot, you know, and sometimes we're unable to speak out and we're unable to speak up and, you know, we're kind of boxed in a corner and, you know, told, especially even as women to be seen and not heard. And, you know, so I think that it's important for me to kind of express to everyone to be as loud, be as boisterous, be as, you know, conversation starter as much as you can. So I think it's um, definitely um, served as an important factor for me. Yeah, for sure. We'll get you up in the morning. What drives you? Um, I run. I run in the morning. Um, yeah, me too. I run too. I'm a runner. And so I get up in the morning, run a couple of miles and, you know, and then get my day started. I think it's important for me, you know, to start my day that way. Yeah. Take care of yourself. What, as far as your business, like, you know, your, your business owner, like what, keeps you going like your talk it sounds like like the running is a is a part of your self-care like what else keeps you like showing up every day as this you know business owner in an industry that is you know not had a lot of space for black voices right um yeah what 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 drives you what like gets you to work every day right like showing up Um, continuing to show up I would just say, I think like, not only specifically black women, um, I think that we're just in a space where um, I'm reminded every day of like sort of hope. Um, And so I think that um, 
you know, for me, it, it's amazing when I see women in the street and they are yelling from across and they're like, is that messing about, you know, like to me, <laughs> that's love and that's joy and that's, you know, and so, mm. you know, is a big inspiration. I think giving Black women hope is like my ultimate, um, you know, that that makes me feel good. Yeah, it's so good. I love how um, your, the idea for Mess in a Bottle came out of chaos and came out of a, a really horrible situation. Um, but to keep it going, like to show up every day, it's Black joy. It's Black women, right? right? It's like, that is showing up for your community and saying, hey, I want to I want to meet a need like I want to show up. But what fuels you isn't the chaos. Right. It's you like tapping into yourself. You're running. You're taking care of yourself. Right. Like it's like and seeing the joy that your business, your shirts, your messages, your inspiration is is um, giving your back to your community, which is the fuel. Right. Like it absolutely is the fuel. I mean, I created a, an emotional well-being app for black indigenous women of color this summer in response to what was happening with COVID impacting the black community disproportionately. Um, just all of the racial, you know, what happened with George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey and Breonna Taylor and and how that was hitting our news feeds and that was bringing a level of stress and trauma to us that, um, you know, and even response of non-people of color was bringing stress <laughs> and trauma. And so my response was, hey, I need to create something for my community. I, I want to show up and partner with them in their well-being. And while I created it because of trauma, like much like you, what fuels me is hearing from black women who are using the app and saying, oh my gosh, this is giving me so much life and energy. And like that, that is what fuels me. So I think I can resonate with you in like creating something in the midst of chaos, but what fuels us is um, our community and what it's the impact um, that we're having. I think it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I can totally relate totally relate. So, so good. So good. What does the future yeah. look like for Mess in a Bottle? The, the future just looks exciting. I'm really excited for what's next, what's to come. Um, and I think that, you know, I think just our continued growth. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you have full staff. You're like staffed, y'all, and they're making shirts, shipping them out. Yep. And that's what we do. I love it. Um, what would you say to someone specifically black woman, woman of color who have a passion, who haven't stepped out yet to pursue their passion, to pursue that thing that's burning in their heart? Like, what would you say to them? Um, I would just say start. You never know the amazing things that you're creating. Um, and I would just recommend for you to start. Yeah, just take a step. Just take yep. a step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, something that I did a while ago is just like go open a checking account. I took like 50 bucks and just opened the account, the business account, right? Like just got my LLC. Like I just took a step. Like I didn't buy, didn't buy, didn't buy the products yet. Like I was like, let me just 
let me just take a step. Let me just do something. And sometimes the step is just saying it out loud, right? Like just saying yep. it to somebody. And it is. And amazing things will happen. Thing that I'm thinking about doing. doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like speaking it out loud. And then it's like, oh, now somebody knows. And they're probably going to ask me about that. So now I, there's almost like this sense of accountability. So um, there are all kinds of steps that you can take, listeners. If you're tuning into this, like you can do just one thing, just one thing. And it could be just speaking it out loud to someone. Maybe it is opening up a checking account. Maybe it is exploring um, what getting your LLC would look like or corporation getting incorporated. But do something, take a step. Like that's in your heart for a reason. Um, I think that things come to us for a purpose and um, go get it. Like go do the thing, go do the thing. So something we do here at Red Lips and Eye Rolls is we ask our guest to drop some final wisdom on our listeners, a little nugget of wisdom for those that have tuned in today if you were to drop some wisdom, what would that wisdom be today, Kalila? So my wisdom would be, um, you know, it's Women History Month. And so I would really empower everyone to find what you love and do what you love, even if it's not monetized. I think the important thing about life is just to really dive in to those things that you love. So mm. that's what I'm in. So good. Love that. Boom. Drop that wisdom on y'all. Such good wisdom. Wisdom. If listeners want to follow your work, follow you, buy your product, where do they go? Where do they find Mess in a Bottle? Where do they find Kalila? We're at messinabottle.com. Awesome. Listeners, check out Mess in a Bottle get you a shirt, sport, support, show up for Black businesses. This is a Black-owned business, female Black-owned business. She's rocking it all the way in Baltimore, correct? Yep, we are. She's in Baltimore. She's in Target. She's online, messing a bottle. Get it, support it. Um, follow their work. They're also on Instagram. Follow them. Follow what they're doing. Um, support it. I'm giving me a shirt. I'm going to order me a couple shirts. I'm going to order me a couple things. So we'll put all the info in um, the comments of this podcast, the link to the website. Go. Let's support um, what Kalila is doing, what Mess in a Bottle is doing. Thank you so much for pausing your day. I know you're super busy for pausing your day to be a guest on Red Lips and Eye Rolls. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, listeners, we'll see you next time. If you want to keep up with me in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at Katar McCarty. Also, check out the services that I provide and my Excel app at KatarMcCarty.com. This episode of Red Lips and Eye Rolls was produced by Green Records in New Braunfield, Texas. The studio is situated on Lee Pan land.